Welcome to the Actors Breakthrough Podcast, the only podcast that is interested in you, the actor who is hungry to take your acting to the next level and become truly masterful in your career. We will learn from the real pros what it takes to be a great actor, to have your unique brand, to grow as a creative in the business and to get your breakthrough. We're going to have extraordinary discussions with producers, directors, writers, successful business people and of course, other actors. Not only that, but we will also explore self-education, self-growth, neuroscience, psychology and relationships and I am so excited and grateful to have you with me on this journey. The journey to the actor's breakthrough. Can you imagine what it would be like if you landed every audition that you went to? What if you chose your audition monologue so perfectly that not getting the job is not an option? I spent some time surveying people what their biggest concerns and questions were when it comes to auditions. I had hundreds of people send their questions to me and I noticed that some of those questions were showing up over and over again. From what monologues to choose or how to prepare when you're given a script to which auditions to go to, how to brand yourself and so on. I then realized that what I knew about the industry could really help some of you out there to scale your careers. Even though you may be doubting yourselves, don't worry. I believe you can be successful in your auditions and you absolutely deserve it. This is why I created this free 5-day audition monologue mastery challenge in which I'll be sharing with you pro tips on how to choose the right monologue, the right audition, how to prepare it well enough to be representing the best you and how to land the perfect role for you. Get instant access now at radostinradev.com freebies. That's radostinradev.com freebies for instant access to free 5-day audition monologue mastery challenge. Now that we're finally seeing some light at the end of the tunnel with our theatres finally reopening very soon, we will need to brush off the dust from our toolbox and make sure we are ready as actors. This of course won't be easy for everyone, especially if the last job they had was more than a year ago. Some of us have been extremely lucky to have been getting work even during the pandemic and even then we'll need to refresh what we know. No matter your circumstance, worry not. It is absolutely possible to get back in the game, locked and loaded, ready to amaze your audience with your brilliance and sell out each night. So I've compiled a list to share with you of the four strategies or secrets that I wish I knew when I was starting out and that I now always use and will use for the rest of my life. A bit dramatic that was, wasn't it? Oh well, can you blame me? Without further ado, number one, listen. I cannot stress how important it is to be truly listening when you're acting. Notice that I'm saying when you're acting. So this could be with either another scene partner or it could also mean if you're delivering a monologue to an audience. Listening to whoever is opposite you gives you enormous freedom to be in the moment. Now I'll explain this in a not so generic Wikipedia type of way. When I was starting out, I remember how I'd get locked in uh, what I had rehearsed so many times and entirely forget that there is no possible way that I'd be able to deliver the lines in the same way the whole time. 
Same goes for the actors opposite me, or if that will be what the audience needs that night. I would get stuck at doing the same thing over and over again. What that did to me is it bored the hell out of me and going to rehearsals quickly became a chore. Now, if you have one member of an ensemble who is bored out of their mind, what do you think that will do to the overall morale of the group? It is contagious, especially if I've become friends with my fellow despians and it all goes down the drain from there as a bored cast won't achieve anything exciting, which will result in a bored audience. I first saw the effects of a bored cast when watching uh, as an audience member. I noticed that there was incredible lack of flow. I wanted to figure out what may have caused that and everything pointed in the same direction. They were not listening neither to one another nor to the audience. I mean, I mean, it wasn't easy hearing the snoring coming out of row number four. Now, that's not an attack on the actors, no, because I then realized how many times it had happened to me in the past. So I empathized with the cast on stage. I could see that they'd fallen into this terrible trap and no one else spotted it before it was too late. But it happens. If it's happened to you, I'm sorry to hear, trust me, you can recover. It's not the end of the world. As soon as you feel yourself shifting focus from paying attention to the others, from listening to suddenly only looking internally, to only noticing what you are doing, stop, take a small break if you have to, and come back refreshed and fully aware of your surroundings. It is vital that you keep your focus on the external, on what others are doing, what the audience is sounding like, then this unlocks the next secret, which is number two, react. Even if you're fully aware of what's happening around you, if you're fully engaged in listening, you may still experience another trap, and that's of being stuck in a pattern. Rehearsing the same way over and over again always leads to delivering your text the same way over and over again. The reason why rehearsals need to be broken up, switched around, and made different every time is very simple because you always want to be on your toes and ready to react. I remember seeing this play once, uh, it was the fourth week of performing so I guess the cast was uh, quite warmed up by now. At one point one of the actors accidentally tripped over on the way in. There was suddenly a change in tempo. The rest of the cast that was on stage just looked at him he stood where he was, the audience went quiet, listening to what they'd say next. It was an intense moment in the script too. The actors knew that something like that should have been avoided at this point in the story, but not reacting would also be devastating as it always leaves the audience confused, it takes us out of the moment. So while they were looking at the performer who had just slightly tripped when entering, one of the guys said to him, you're right there, mate. Yes, good, thanks, was the answer. Flawless. They moved on. The audience chuckled a bit, but the cast did it so naturally that we didn't get too distracted. But this was a very tiny thing. What's more important is that you truly listen to the person opposite you or the audience. Listen to how they're asking you a question or what they're telling you and react to that. I used to be stuck in one single emotion, say angry, 
and my whole lines would come out angry even if the line before me was delivered in a different way from last time we played it. When you react to everything rather than deliver with the same tempo, rhythm and emotion, you become really free with the lines. You are now truly in the moment and everything you say comes out in a natural and relevant way. You can only do this and drop the rest of your preparation and you'll be great on stage. This is perhaps the greatest secret that I ever learned when performing. And this secret will free you to be able to... Secret number three, explore. When you are listening and reacting in the moment, you become free, free to explore. That's easier said than done, especially when you don't have someone to tell you what to explore in the first place, I know. And I guess that's the point. The point of exploring is to get you out of your comfort zone the way you used to the scene playing out or the whole play as a matter of fact. So it will not be a comfortable exercise. In fact, it can be so weird and hard at first that you may want to give up. And that's fine, go at your own pace. I noticed that exploring is one of the more difficult things to do when performing. Many folks make it sound easy, but it took me quite a while to feel confident enough to do it myself. I was once working with a very strict director who had a solid vision of what she wanted and I couldn't change her mind. I had rehearsed this one scene in a very specific way and it was embedded in me. We did the scene, she looked at me and she said, different. I thought, well, that's helpful, isn't it? So she made us perform it over and over until we got to a point where what we'd initially gotten used to seemed not right and she'd throw a new thing each time, a new circumstance, a new scenario for us to think about when delivering the lines. It was a rough feeling, but at the end she was very happy. Turns out that all she wanted was to make us comfortable with being uncomfortable and exploring new things each time. And with that came a new rich way of testing and trying, turning the acting into a nuanced performance. This exchange brings me to the next secret Secret number four, communicate. I cannot stress how important it is to be in constant rapport with the rest of the cast, your director, the producer, and everyone involved. At the end of the day, it is an ensemble piece and all are crucial to the end result. I once worked with the director that seemed always happy with the choices I was making. Very laid back person. He knew that basically if he'd chosen me to play the part that I'd know and do everything right. Obviously, I did. However, we're all flawed. And one scene I was struggling with and couldn't wrap my head around a couple of lines. So I thought the best thing to do is to sit down and properly discuss the desired outcome of the scene with my director. I knew he had a strong vision for the film. However, he seemed again really content with the way I was delivering the lines. I thought, oh, this isn't right. I'm struggling and I know it's showing on the screen. Please help me. He didn't know what to say, but I didn't stop poking. I took him back to what he intended when writing the script. Suddenly, I could see glimpses of his opinion until Eureka, he turns to me and says, could you try this next time, please? I jumped to this direction. Needless to say, he hit it spot on. He gave me exactly what I needed and the scene began to flow. It was a lesson I will never forget. Truth is, some folks are so happy and grateful for the rest of the crew and cast that they leave them to their own accord. But deep down, they have their own vision. 
It could be because they don't want to shut down someone else's creativity by giving them direction. Maybe that's happened to them before and feels like the wrong thing to do. However, we as actors owe it to our directors and producers to be working towards their vision as it's our job. Yes, we are creative and it's great when we are left to do it freely, but the vision those people have is what got us in the room with them in the first place. So we need to show our respect by following it. I feel like these strategies have really helped me and continue to do so still. I do hope that you got value out of this video. If there is anything else I can add, maybe as a secret number five for those of you who stayed until the end, is to watch other people perform. I've learned just as many lessons from seeing theatre live as I have from performing myself. It is invaluable seeing what others are doing, especially if they're ahead of the game. You learn so much from the best. Thank you for staying until the end. Make sure to like this video if you got value out of it. Subscribe to the channel and click that bell notification to get notified when I upload another video. And make sure to comment and let me know what your best secret to being a better actor is. Until next time.